Hey mama, welcome to the Happy Vibes Mama podcast. I'm Courtney, I'm a mom with two littles, obsessed with sharing my journey and experience with other moms to connect, celebrate, and grow a village that we all so desperately need. Motherhood can be lonely and changing the way you parent can be hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Of course, this podcast is all about motherhood, so we'll talk about being intentional with our time, preparing every day for the best case or not so great scenarios, and learning to trust your gut in all of the daily chaos. But that's not all. Motherhood can bring up new emotions like anxiety and even uncover things from our childhood that we don't want to pass on to our kids. So here at Happy Vibes Mama, the goal is to bring you tangible tips and tricks to build up your confidence in motherhood and provide a safe space so that we can figure this all out together. I've got your back, Mama, always, and I'm so happy you're here. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Happy Vibes Mama podcast. Hey, it's Courtney. Welcome to episode four of the Happy Vibes Mama podcast. Today, we're actually going to be diving into creating family goals, and it is a strategy lab that I recorded for the members of my signature membership, the Happy Vibes Mama Village. So if you'd like to check out more information, check out the show notes or come on over to www.happyvibesmama.com backslash the village for more information on how you can get strategy sessions just like this every month. Without further ado, here is episode four. Hello and welcome to our monthly strategy session where we are going to talk about goal setting for our families. I am super excited to talk about this. So first things first, how do you get started with something like this? So for my family, this is going to look like planning a time that we can all sit down and chat about this. Of course, we have Victoria, who's four, and Eleanor, who's two. So they're not going to be as involved as, let's say, if I had an eight-year-old or a teenager, right? But we do like to still include them. Um, So, for example, last year, like, they knew we were going to Disney World, and so it made conversations easier in our day-to-day lives where we could say, like, oh, we can't get this from the dollar spot at Target because, remember, we're saving all of our extra money so that we can buy things at Disney. Or if Victoria was asking for McDonald's for the third time that week, I could tell her that we can't go today, but Mommy will put that money towards Disney. So being able to have those types of conversations in the day-to-day was really helpful for me as far as sticking to our budgets and letting our girls in on those conversations. So thinking about what did you do this past year? What didn't you get to do that maybe was on your list that you wanted to do? What do you want to change? And what do you want to see moving forward? So taking this time to sit down and reflect with your family, really thinking about making sure everybody gets a chance to speak. So like I said, even if you have a young toddler like I do, giving them that opportunity to tell you what their favorite thing was this year or maybe what they didn't like so that you can take notes on that for the following year. You can make sure that if Victoria's favorite thing to do is go to Hershey Park, we make sure that that's a priority. 
if maybe they didn't like going to a water park nearby or a splash pad or maybe there's a park that they tell you that's not their favorite then you know that you don't have to do that next year if it's not on your list either so if this is something that you have never done before first i would consider discussing rules and expectations before you even think about having this family meeting we'll call it talk about what you're going to expect from everybody like making sure that there's only one person talking at um, one time, making sure everybody is getting that chance to speak, like I said, respecting everybody's opinions. So if one person doesn't like something, but another person really liked it, you're each allowed to have those opinions, and we need to respect those. And that might look like we are still going to do something that maybe we don't super enjoy doing, but because someone else in our family really enjoys it, then we're going to have that compromise. And also what it looks like as a family for us to problem solve through these conversations and things that may come up during this time, especially if you have older kids that maybe are super competitive or they they bicker a lot like my sister and I always did. Just making sure you set those expectations ahead of time so that when you sit down and actually have this family meeting, It can be productive and it can be respectful and everybody can feel like they're all getting a chance to speak and be heard by the rest of the family. So I am going to give you questions that can help guide these conversations. If you're like, Courtney, this sounds awesome, but I literally have no idea where to even start. So we will get to some questions that will help you. One of the first things that I like to think about is brainstorming what categories you might have goals for. So in your family, that could look like having the relationships within your family. This could be if you have any technology goals. Maybe you want to limit screen time or change what type of technology you're using or how you use it. Maybe you have faith goals. I feel like maybe I missed Yes, we did. Here we go. Okay, backing up. These are the goals that my family is going to use. The ones that I just said are actually other ideas that I just had that you can add to your brainstorm. So when it comes to my family and what we are prioritizing, this is going to look like our health goals, some service goals, making sure we have fun goals, and then our financial goals. So within our health goals, I really want to increase the amount of fruits and vegetables that we're eating, even if it's just having the girls try new fruits and vegetables, because right now they're both picky eaters, and I want to get away from them eating whatever's on their plate except for their vegetable, even if it's just one bite. So I want to do a, an incentive around them trying new fruits and vegetables. Also making sure that we are meal planning so that we can eat at home more, and I would love to add exercise into at least my daily or weekly schedule because truly, except for ski season, I'm not very active. Um, I mean, okay, I shouldn't say that. Retake that back. I am not active outside of my motherhood because yes, mom, chasing after your toddlers all day is work, (laughs) and I definitely get a workout with that. But I would like to add some intentional exercise into my life. So then looking at service projects, I would love to volunteer as a family doing something. So another thing is 
the random acts of kindness. I love, love, love to involve the girls in doing that. They get a kick out of helping others and putting smiles on their faces. So I want to continue doing that. And then also was having a hard time of where this could fit, but I feel like it fits really nicely in service. Learning about other people, other people's backgrounds, um, you know, just other cultures or other communities, I feel like this can fall so well into service because by learning about others, we can service others, right? Um, and so I really want to put that as a priority. Of course, you know, we've done, you know, we make sure that we have multicultural books and things like that, but I really want to put a focus on making sure that we're learning and servicing others that are not like us or that live in a different place than us. So I really want to hone in on that service aspect of it. So then for our fun goals, we have family vacations and outings that you could brainstorm, new activities or hobbies that you might be trying, and gift giving. So for us, we have a beach vacation that we would really like to plan and of course our weekly Hershey Park dates and there's a couple other local amusement parks that we would like to plan some weekly like getaways around so that's going to be on our 2023 list. As far as new activities and hobbies, Victoria wants to continue with dance so we're going to make sure we continue that. Eleanor really wants to also do dance so we're going to do another mommy and me class um, in the new year as long as they run it. And then next year, I believe she will be in her own class for starting in the fall. So that'll be exciting. So that's on my radar. Um, and I put gift giving here because especially right now when we're in the thick of the holiday season, I'm realizing that it's not that I don't like Christmas because that's that's not it at all. I love Christmas. I love this holiday season. I love the feeling of the excitement of Santa and the giving of the season and food and the songs and I love everything about Christmas. What I don't like about Christmas is the feeling obligated to give a gift because someone gave you a gift or feeling obligated to have gifts for individuals that maybe you only see at Christmas because at said Christmas party there is a gift exchange. So what I want to do in 2023 is really look at where we're giving gifts and who we're giving gifts to in an intentional way because my giving love language, it's not how I receive love, but my giving love language is gift giving. I love giving gifts I and just simple little things, right? So I really want to look at this in a year instead of just around the holidays. And I really want to make sure that I'm communicating that to the people that are important in my life because I don't want them to feel obligated around the holidays just because it's the holiday. I would rather see us all giving intentionally and authentically throughout the year instead of just when we feel like you have to because of the season. So that was long-winded, but I hope you kind of get the gist of what I was saying there. So then our financial goals, um, within discussing with our kids, teaching them responsibility, 
discussing our budget. Like I said, that can be in quick everyday conversation. Like when you have to go somewhere and your child's asking for a toy at the store again, you can have those conversations, bring it back to those goals that you have as a family. You know, we really don't need this doll today. And I know that that makes you really sad, but we're going to put that money towards our beach vacation that we're going to in July so that maybe we can go mini golfing or we can you know, get some beach toys, whatever that may be, looking at having those types of conversations to one, teach your children why that budgeting happens or where that budgeting falls into your family goals and also teaching them that responsibility. If they want something, they're going to need to save up for it and that they can be intentional with where they're spending and they don't need to impulse buy because anybody else an impulse buyer? (laughs) So, That's something that I really want to focus on. And then with long-term planning this year, I really want to sit down. I am 30. My partner is 33. And I really want to make sure that we have our long-term planning financially and just in general for life, you know, um, having life insurance policies and making sure we have wills updated and official and things like that. So Those are just some things that you can brainstorm, think about, and things that we will be doing in 2023. So now we can talk about those other categories that I had for brainstorming. So like I said, relationships, technology, faith. So think about um, your family traditions, your values. Think about the vision that you have for 2023. And you can create categories based on those goals and the things that are most important for your family. Okay, so how do we start? So these are the questions that I mentioned that you will be able to start thinking about. So the first one would be, what would we like to do better next year? So again, in that reflection phase, thinking about what you did this prep this year and looking into how you would like to do that better in the future. What do you enjoy doing more than anything else? So Think about, I really love skiing. Where does that fit into our family goals? Well, this year we're going to take Victoria out, fingers crossed, for some weather. Um, We would like to take Victoria out for her first ski day. So that is going to be something that I know I'm going to enjoy. What would you do if you had more free time? So for me, that would definitely be crafting. That would be honestly just spending quality time with different family and friends, like making individuals a priority and just making sure that they're getting quality time with me. What have you always wanted to do, but you were afraid to try? So maybe there's something that's always been on your heart that you wanted to do. I really, every year I'm like, all right, I'm going to look for a sign language class and I'm going to learn sign language this year. I never do it. (laughs) Um, I have taken baby sign language classes. I learned baby signs for both the girls But I just have never pulled the trigger on really looking at local colleges or courses that I may be able to pick up for sign language. So maybe that's something that you would want to add to your goals for this year is finally doing that one thing that you've always talked about that you want to try. And then most important, remember to have fun. So you saw one of my categories for our family goals is fun because I want to make sure that we are creating fun in our everyday habits, routines, and of course planning out any trips and things that we want to do together as a family. So with that and giving your kids that platform to be able to talk to you, 
your kids may have ideas that you would have never thought of or your kids may tell you like oh we did this and I didn't I didn't really like it and being able to have these conversations in a family meeting allows you to hear those things and be able to try new things or get rid of things that haven't really worked for your family or in your reflection maybe you realize like man we spent a lot of money on this activity and kids seem to not really have liked it while we talked to them or maybe you know that didn't even come up as a memory from the past year or on the flip side maybe you did something that you thought was like you know oh we I don't know um we we collected rocks we collected rocks and paint them and you know put them around our neighborhood that is something that we've done to me like that was just uh I we were bored one day I needed to figure out something to do right But for the kids, like, Victoria talked about that forever, you know? That could be something, another example, I don't know why I'm thinking of painting rocks, but uh, Victoria went and had a sleepover at my mom's house, and they painted rocks to look like strawberries, because my mom read that you can put little rocks that are painted like strawberries in your strawberry garden, you know, around your strawberry bushes, And birds won't eat the strawberries because they'll peck at the rock and they'll hurt their beak and then they won't eat your strawberries. So anyway, Victoria still to this day talks about painting rocks like strawberries. So that may have been something silly that my mom didn't even think was going to be a big deal. But six, seven months later, Victoria still talks about it and it's something that she really enjoyed doing. So maybe next year they could do it again. Those are the types of things that can come up during these meetings that can be so valuable in where you plan, where you put your money, where you put your time as a family. And without having a space or a time for your kids to feel like they can tell you these things or even just the time to actually reflect on these things, you're never going to be able to have that. So that's why I think it's super important and so much fun to sit down and have these family meetings. So remember, we can do... Uh, alone we can do so little but together we can do so much and so I really think you know over the past couple years I've had goals and I've been able to accomplish said goals and you know I do things by myself but when I'm able to wrap my partner into it and now when I'm able to wrap our kids into it we get to do so much more we get to celebrate together we get to reflect we get to have those memories and create even more as we go on and even better and we get to just reflect and then we get to do new things and we get to reflect on that and then we get to say like yeah I like that no I didn't like that and then we get to keep doing that over and over and over again and together we can do so much more than just you know four years ago five years ago when I would just set goals for me and I didn't see family goal setting as an important thing and now I realize Of course, my family is a priority, and my family is always top on my priority list, so why would I not wrap them in to the goal setting that I do for myself every year? So now, here we are, and I hope that that means that you will be doing this for your family as well, too. So I hope, hope, hope that you enjoyed this strategy lab. If you have any questions at all, please let me know. I would love to see your Trello board, or if Trello's not your thing, I'd love to see the notes that you take or the goals that you come up with with your family, and I can't wait to chat with you later. So I hope you all have a great rest of your month, 
and I'll see you again next month for our January strategy session. Mommy. 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 <laughs> well, that's my cue and probably yours too. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Happy Vibes Mama podcast. I hope you know how excited I am to be connecting with you on this podcast. Remember, I've got your back, always. I hope this episode hit you in your feels or got the energy flowing so that you can make it until bedtime tonight. So please, if you love this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with your friends. Because after all, every mama needs her village. So go ahead and share it on social media and tag me. And yes, go do it right now so that you don't forget. I'm so excited to be on this motherhood journey with you, mama. Chat with you soon. Bye.